This is Going Beyond Testing. I'm Mark Allen. We are talking with NJ Lab CEO Sandra Lee. We're going to talk about potency. So if somebody buys a bottle of vitamins and it's supposed to have 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, you test that. Yes. Potency is huge, especially in the supplement industry, but also in the pharmaceutical. You want to make sure um, that you're getting the right dose. Right? You don't want to underdose and you don't want to overdose right. on things. And that's why potency is so important. But in order to test for potency, it's, it's incredibly critical to make sure you use the right method. Because if you just do a single component testing, mm -hmm. it can pass. Three months later, it could pass again. Another two months later, it could suddenly fail. But why? Right? Whoa. <laughs> and why is that? Using inappropriate method, not inappropriate, but not using the right method can skew results. We mentioned uh, that, you know, science changes constantly. Mm -hmm. You have all kinds of equipment here. And you're constantly upgrading. You're right. constantly looking at different things. Is that one of the things that sets NJ Labs apart is the fact that you don't do just the, the basic. You want to do the best you can. Yes, definitely. Especially in potency, because that's the one thing that everyone's most interested in. Is this enough in my product? Um, because without the potency of your product, why are you even selling it, right? So what we do is we make sure the method we use is rugged, it's robust, it's accurate, it's precise, and whether you use the method today or next week, it's consistent. Um, so we go through a lot of, we put a lot of our products through heavy regulation studies, um, uh, validation studies to make sure that we can give that same type of principle across the board with whatever product that we're testing. All uh, supplements, all uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. all nutraceuticals, and we're going to be talking about the difference between yeah. supplements and nutraceuticals in a subsequent episode. What about expiration dates? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> expiration dates and shelf life are two types of phrasing that comes up quite a bit, right? Pharmaceutical products have hard expiration date, right? When you're taking Tylenol or cough medicine, you always check to see if it's, you know, with an expiration date. But how do they come up with those dates? A lot of people who aren't familiar with stability studies will have that type of question. So what you're supposed to do is in order to set an expiration date, you need to have two things going on at the same time. One is accelerated and one is control room studies. The accelerated at Initial one, two, three, and six months allows you, if it passes everything at every time interval, it allows you to uh, set a two-year expiration because what you're doing during accelerated is you're stressing the sample out to see if it's degrading. And you test for degradation and potency at every time point. So even supplements that are, say, minerals, mm -hmm. I mean, they're rocks, okay? You know, they're, they're calcium, a calcium supplement. And there are many on the market but it's a rock. Does that lose efficacy or, or potency? So it depends on the formula. It depends on the product itself, right? So while you have a two-year expiration date, at the same time, while still on the market, you're supposed to supplement it with real-time stability studies, which is control room temperature, CRT. So if you want two years, you need to test at 3, 6, 9, 12, sometimes 18 at 24 months to support that data. But what happens is, depending on how many ingredients you mix together, they somehow 
can interact at one point or another at certain humidity, certain temperature, um, certain packaging. So you never really know. That's why you need that. That's why you need to consistently test all your products. Do you recommend to your clients how to do that, how to store it, how to make sure that the potency is as good as day one as it would be in 24 months? We work with the clients. We don't tell them what to do or what not to do. We can only advise. Um, if they come to us and ask us, hey, we know nothing about this, what should we do? There are guidelines like the ICH guidelines. Um, international standards, the FDA has guidelines, you know, USP, United States Pharmacopeia has guidelines. There's so much information out there that we are familiar with and we kind of instruct them in such a way that, hey, this is the information. You should take this information and discuss amongst your team what you want to do with your product. I remember an incident years ago, and I don't think this would be exactly testing, but I think it's a, we can use it as an analogy. Um, somebody opened a bottle of vitamins and counted the vitamins. Yeah. And on the bottle it said 60 or 100, and he counted 58 or 98. He thought, gee, that's weird. And he <laughs> bought another bottle, and it was the same type of thing. This is, a, to me, it's an analogy of what's on that label needs to be in the bottle. Yes. Um, my first initial thought is, I paid for 60 tablets, so why aren't I getting the 60 Absolutely. tablets, right? I want some yeah. of my money back. But the thing is, on these labels, you should report it. If you run into those issues, there's definitely a number or a website that you can call into or to let them know, hey, this happened. But outside of the testing laboratory, all manufacturers should validate their process, right? You want consistency. You want to make sure that mm -hmm. if you put on your label that there should be 60 tablets in your bottle, that you're consistently able to put 60 tablets in the bottle. And also, if there's X number of milligrams of vitamin C or D or whatever, yeah. that's in there too, and that's right. what you here at NJ Labs validate. Yes, you should really test the raw materials that you're buying to put into your product, because you don't want to wait until the very end, after you spent all this time and money making your product to find out there was a problem with that material. You want to actually verify or validate your supplier, right? So you don't want to just buy from anybody, you want to qualify them. And a way to do that is by testing the first three batches that you order from them in the shipments fully. Whatever's on the certificate of analysis, just test everything. And you can use third-party laboratories or in-house laboratories, it does not matter as long as you verify and you qualify that supplier. Once they pass that, then they're good to use. But you you want to make sure that even if you trust them, you always verify everything. That's FDA's model, trust but verify. That's with laboratories, manufacturing, packaging, label, everything. Verification then is, is again, at the heart mm -hmm. of NJ Labs. Integrity of the test method is important, and verification helps demonstrate that. We're going to be talking more about verification and different kinds of problems that supplements and nutraceuticals and even pharmaceuticals can have. I mean, uh, there are things like uh, mold and, mm -hmm. and bacteria yeah. and things like that. Definitely. And we'll find out more about that in a subsequent edition. If you want any information about NJ Labs, we have up right now our website. And you can go to the website and you can uh, tour that. You can actually tour the facility uh, uh, 
Sandra would love to show you around <laughs> and explain what all this stuff is all about. Right? Yes. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, and this is Going Beyond Testing. We'll be back.